Hello and welcome to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh, where each week we sink our teeth into a different movie feast. Welcome to episode 20. Episode 20. That's 20 weeks we've been doing this. Yeah. You'd think we'd be really good by now. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, everybody at home is wondering the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it picks up soon, it picks up soon. Like like a bad BBC documentary. Mm. I reckon I'm going to try and get through a whole episode without saying fucking again. Because that's actually the one. second time I've said it already. Okay. I want to Maybe go, that, should, that should be your New Year's resolution. I just want to go a bit more BBC, because then if we ever get famous and like one of those big movie companies wants us to come and do a podcast for them, they might not want us if I say the Fuck. F word all the time. I think, yeah. And also, you tend, to, you, you tend to hang on to your Gs at the end of words. So you say fucking... Is it like a northern thing? Yeah. yeah. Thing? Thing? Thin? I don't know. Who knows? Northern people can't read all right. How are your uh, New Year's resolutions going? I don't have any. So, very well. Fantastic. Although, to be fair, I am partly doing dry January. But I've got some chocolates for Christmas that have whiskey inside them. I had about seven yesterday. So. <laughs> and then I had a kebab. <laughs> I, did the, it, it, I didn't feel drunk. I don't have a hangover. But technically, I've broken dry January. I don't think you can get drunk off. I mean, you'd have to eat a lot. I think I'd probably throw up just because of the amount of chocolate I'm having. Mm, mm. Mm. Anyway, let's get on to our movie reviews. Starting off with the theme tune. I listened to the theme tune a lot longer than normal. Uh, last time and there's a cool little bit at the end that I never noticed yeah, yeah. where he goes yeah, yeah I think so yeah. not that any of our lists know because it never lasts more than about 20 seconds yeah, so it's an absolute beat yeah it is I, I want to make it my ringtone we might Oof. put it as a link on the website so people can make it their ringtone now we're now talking. everybody can be as cool as we are now we are talking with the t-shirts and the hoodies yeah and the socks yeah again if, you, if you're interested in getting a movie notch t-shirt and other paraphernalia. That's the word, isn't it? Condoms. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine a moving ash condom? Yeah. God, that would never work. People would get so pregnant wearing those. Well, they'd be cheap. Because <laughs> of all the holes we'd poke in them. And amateurish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, squinty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And swear a lot. That's probably it. Um, how should we... Should we start off with some movie news? Tell me some movie news, Josh. That's not how we start movie news. Movie news, it's movie news, it's Josh's movie news. There we go. I need to find the tab with my movie news on. Cool. Um, apparently, in Jurassic World 2, Claire won't run in high heels. That That's not a serious bit of movie news. It's just the first thing that was on there. But remember in the first Jurassic uh, World Yes, how one, could I forget? Yeah. She, outruns, she outruns a T-Rex in high heels. Well, that's because their vision's terrible and it's a shit movie. So. Yeah. Um, Todd McFarlane says the Spawn reboot isn't a superhero movie. But is instead going to be a supernatural thrill- thriller, Thri- thriller, thriller. That's the word. What other supernatural thrillers are there? Name one. It's a difficult, uh, difficult genre to, to pin down. The Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, I suppose it's some super. It's not supernatural though, is it? It's more sci-fi. I don't know. Um, I, my mind's gone blank. So never mind. Uh, on top of that, we have Star Wars: The Last Jedi is already getting beat at the box office by movies. I say already; it's been out like 
almost a month a now, month. hasn't it? Yeah. I think like the Force Awakens wasn't quite doing to drop off as quickly, whereas Jumanji and the new Insidious movie, which everybody's going nuts about, I don't quite understand that. But they're supposed to be beat, they're supposed to be expected to beat the Last Jedi in the box office this week. I think the Force Awakens would well. It was, it had a lot more of a anticipation towards it, didn't it? Because there was such a large gap between that movie, true, and the uh, previous Star Wars movie. When did that one come out? Force Awakens. So the Force Awakens came out two years ago, so that'd be two thousand and sixteen. And the last, sorry, the Return of the Sith. Yeah, came out called? in two thousand six. Two thousand five. Two thousand four. I want to say. I'm going to say two thousand five. Do you want to check? No. No. <laughs> um, okay, this one's incredibly disappointing. Crash. You seen that film? Yeah. Um, the director, Paul Haggis, has been confu- uh, confused. God, that's Accused? terrible. Accused of sexual misconduct. And I was reading this during the week, actually, and they are pretty fucking horrific, like, attacks wow. by four different women, I think it is. Um, yeah, raped one woman and, and like, basically forced himself onto quite a few of the other ones. And the... The, the stories are very similar between them, like the way he starts. So, you know, it seems like... I mean, we don't know. Allegedly is, is the words that you say at this point. But that's very disappointing considering Crash is such a great film and mm. won Oscars and... Well, um, yeah, that would explain why Insidious is getting uh, so much traction. Because apparently all of Hollywood is just... Insidious? Well, it's insidiously... What does Insidious mean? Means when something is um, completely engulfed in something. No, it's when something gets inside you and then just spreads out. I think. Oh, you're like a fucking. Oh, I did it. No, oh. <laughs> you're like a dictionary. So if something is insidiously infected, I think it's like that. Hmm. Might be wrong. I think you're making it up, aren't you? It's happened before. I feel like you're just saying it with confidence, <clears throat> and I believe you. Well, that's right. Yeah, I guess that's how it works, isn't it? Uh, on top of that. Uh, some of the Avengers cast have finished filming which is weird for them to say because it's out in April you'd think they'd have finished ages ago yeah maybe it's just like they're editing it as they're going through and I don't know I think you know what my most exciting bit of movie news for this week was mm. remember we talked about the Cloverfield movie the oh third yeah it yeah, was yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to come out in February mm. but nobody knew anything about it which is kind of weird didn't even have a trailer no, well, I posted a, a thing on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us if you want to know. <laughs> uh, today, and it's um, so it's actually going to start Daniel Bruhl, who was in Captain America: Civil War and Rush. Was he the was he his brother or something? His mate in Captain America: Civil War. No, oh, he no. was Baron Zemo. I don't. He was a bad guy. Yeah, he was a bit forgettable to be honest. But in Rush, he played the other guy who's a famous F1 driver. But I'm not into F1, so I can't remember his name. Oh. Guy gets burned. Yeah, fucking. People know what we're on about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's a really good actor. And on top of that, um, Elizabeth Debicki. Ooh, she's name? lovely. Yeah, Debicki. Yeah, it's, that's the end of She's six foot three. She is everything I want to be when I grow up. She, yeah, if I could, if I grew up to be half the man she is, <laughs> I'd be very, very happy. So we, we have more details about the new one. It's been pushed back to April now, but I, I think that kind of makes sense considering we've not even seen a trailer. Mm. But it's going to be set in space on a space station. This is how weird the Cloverfield universe gets. It just completely throws you at a tangent. I like it. But just like with 10 Cloverfield Lane, how it was completely different to the first one, but it was somehow linked to the universe. I don't know how it's linked yet, but all I know is that there's some scientists on the International Space Station... And they're researching the God Particle. They discovered the God Particle. 
and then there's an experiment which goes wrong and the Earth disappears. Imagine being on a space station and the planet you're from and orbiting disappears. That reminds me of when I went out and got absolutely smashed one night and uh, lost my keys. <laughs> There's no way home. Yeah. Have you ever had that thing where, you know, like you throw something and it goes behind a desk and you look for it and it's just not there anymore? Yeah. Yeah, that's what this is. Well, I, I, I said yes to um, to help you with your analogy. You don't. Why are they? How are they finding the god particle up in the space station? Is that what the space station's trying to do? I don't think so. I, I, it's obviously not real, but I don't think it's necessarily the International Space Station. But oh, it right. is a okay. space station, and that's where they're doing the experiment because of low gravity or some bullshit. I like suppose that. you know this is a film that's that, that features monsters and things like that. So it's but not... does it? Well, maybe not. Maybe the it's going to be. Disappears. How does that link into the Cloverfield universe? Maybe it's going to be another supernatural thriller. I, I don't know at the minute, but it's kind of crazy. So hmm. I'm still uh, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'm a bit concerned because it's had no no proper marketing. I'm not. I think um, great cast, hmm. and the story's got me very intrigued because I have no idea yes. where it's going to go. But it's going to be set mainly on the space station and sort of that enclosed small environment. So it'll be interesting to see how they shoot something like that as well. Yeah. Do you think films would do better with that with less? I mean, obviously, with less spoilerific trailers. Um, so imagine the next Star Wars film um, is just Star Wars comes up in writing, a lightsaber turns on, and it's a new style of lightsaber or something like that. People would lose their minds. Yeah. Nothing else in the trailer at all. It's uh, imagine if the, it came up and it's just a Star Wars, and you see a double-ended red lightsaber come up. I'd lose my shit. Wow. I would lose my shit. Yeah, and then nothing before the release of the so film. So trailers just wet people's appetites, don't they? And give people something to talk about. And it's a marketing thing, but. Would you be as excited about the film if you hadn't seen the trailer for it? Like if you had zero expectations for it? Um, not excited for it, but it doesn't doesn't stop my enjoyment of the film at all. True. In fact, it probably enhances it. I may yeah. stop watching as many trailers. Hmm. Although we have to. Maybe I'll watch all the trailers from now yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And then spoil everything for you. <laughs> uh, one of the films we're going to do today uh, had a bad trailer. Jumanji. That, that trailer did not make me excited for the film at all. Hmm. Although I'm looking forward to seeing what you actually thought of the film and seeing if it matches up to what I thought of the film. Yeah, I imagine it does. Um, and also the other film we're talking about today, Bright, the Netflix movie. Um, I thought the trailer looked fantastic and some critics haven't been quite as enthused about the film. I don't think I saw the trailer. I didn't actually know what it was about before I watched it. Oh, really? Because every time I turned on my Netflix, I had the bloody trailer for it. So um, I tend to just switch on Netflix to watch Rick and Morty or, yeah. or reruns of The Thick of It. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's movie news. Can you take me out, please? That was movie news. That was movie news. That was Josh's movie news. For the first movie news of 2018, I was intrigued the whole way through. Yeah. You said a swear word only once. Uh, I think we're still on for, for Disney's sponsorship. Yeah, we're just waiting for that. Disney mm. slash Fox slash Marvel. The Fox Marvel. I'd have, to stop, to... Uh, I'd have to stop speaking ill of Marvel. Darvox? Ooh. Mm. That kind of works, doesn't it? So let's do Bright. Bright, yeah. Um, okay, Bright is an interesting film because it was Netflix. Netflix's? Netflix? Netfly. Netfly's. Yeah. Um, first ever blockbuster movie that they made themselves. It had like a $90 million budget. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of an important one for Netflix because if it flops, then they're like, 
you know, it's, it's their, their it business model is a bit of a weird one anyway, isn't it? Because they're not necessarily making money yet. Uh, I think they, they are now. Yeah? Well, maybe not with all the investment they've put into it. I researched it before Christmas, and that makes sense, and then completely forgot everything I've read. But, um, yeah, so it's, it was an important one for them, and I saw a lot of... Um, I saw the trailers, at least for yeah. it, unlike you. This one stars Will Smith as uh, an L.A. cop. It is L.A., isn't yeah. it, that they're in? And um, Joel Edgerton uh, as his orc partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in a universe where it's modern day, but uh, humans share the same world as orcs and elves. fairies and elves and magic and that kind of shit. Um, so I like that. I like that modern day twist. I like the idea of a mix of fantasy and reality. And they made it really, I don't want to say street, because I feel like that's such a sort of naughty thing to say, isn't it? But do you know what I mean? Contemporary. Yeah. Um, it's quite interesting to see a, a, a world that's normally in line with axes and bows and bone arrows and things like that. And to see that being brought into the modern day with, with guns and, and to see, because there's a wand in this film. Yeah. And I think that the way that they, they treated the wand was pretty cool interesting you know, it's, wasn't it it's an all powerful thing that everyone's afraid of because it's you know this this well it's all powerful well, I think and, the, the general synopsis of the story is that uh, Will Smith's with his orc partner um, people don't want orcs on the police force there's a bit of tension there and they're on a uh, what do they call it they're called out to something yeah. uh, and there is I don't know what they actually get called out to but basically they end up finding um, a wand and an elf along that wand and everybody's chasing them for this wand because the ones are like so powerful they're basically like they can having change a nuclear everything. bomb yeah, yeah, yeah you could just use it and wish someone never ever existed I think that's the make basic premise yeah make you walk again yeah give you lots of money I like the idea of um, they have a lot a lot of backstory ready for this and one of the biggest criticisms that I saw about this movie on the internet was that people didn't get enough backstory because there's this talk of the Dark Lord mm-hmm. and this he's uprising that happened thousands of years ago and he's coming back and everybody's like, well, who the fuck is the Dark Lord? So what actually happened is after it got released and people said all this stuff, Netflix released a sort of mini cartoon short story that explained it all. Ah. Um, and they talk about there's a sort of a, a rebellion group called the the Circle or the Bright Star, I can't remember. You know, there's the Dark Ones. and then yeah. The, yeah, and... That was the good side in the past versus the Dark Elves. I'm explaining this very poorly. No, basically, right. they supplied the story, but afterwards, so it wasn't quite the impact. Almost like an add-on. Yeah, it felt like an afterthought. But it's mm. funny because this film's already been signed off for a sequel. Yeah, I read that today or yesterday. Yeah. Um, Which I'm quite pleased about because, no, honestly, I enjoyed this film. Yeah, I liked, I liked the world. I yeah. liked, I liked um, Joel Edgerton. And makeup as well, actually. It was crazy. Yeah, like the orcs and the way they designed yeah, those. Yeah, really cool. Fantastic. I watched Black Mass last night. Have you seen that one before? Black Johnny Depp plays yeah. uh, Jimmy Whitey Bulger, who was... Um, oh, uh, I've not seen it, no. Yeah, that's got a fantastic mean. cast and stuff, but the makeup that they have on him to make him look old... And got, like, super, he wasn't fat he just had a really bad receding hairline that was thinning and he had these blue eye contact lenses on that just looked weird I think I have seen it and yeah. completely I couldn't see anything but I was like it's Johnny Depp in some weird fucking makeup yeah, ah yeah. I said fucking ah I said it again um, whereas watching that film the makeup on like the orcs and stuff with the teeth popping out and the uh, it's almost like they have these blue birthmarks on them that kind yeah of it was great I know what a Joel Legerton looks like and I, and I doubted that it was him completely unrecognisable yeah. and to be honest, his performance. It's great. You, it, it, if, even without the makeup, you just could not tell it was him with the accent and just his general mannerisms and his personality. 
he was the standout thing for me in this movie. His performance yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he does a good job at making you uh, empathise with him and, and to get mm. on his side. Um, and you start to you start to feel sorry for him in the way that he's treated, not just the way he's treated, but he does a good job at making you feel bad for the whole way orcs are treated. Yeah, well, the whole thing about orcs and humans, there's an obvious um, parallel, like, there. blatantly obvious parallel between like the way that black people are treated. Yeah. Um, they're a second class citizen aren't they yeah exactly like they wouldn't want it's like in the past where they wouldn't want a black person on the police force yeah, and yeah. when the first black person did come on the police force there's probably like a lot of tension and people didn't want him there and yeah. they wanted to kill him off and all this kind of stuff spoiler alert um, so I liked that that connection but there was parts where it went wrong for me because remember at the start where there's a fairy outside mm-hmm. he hits the fairy and basically kills it and he's like um, fairy lives matter that kind of stuff yeah. It was really, I think it was a pretty poor joke, really. It was I just felt, like. I thought Will Smith's character was probably the worst thing in it. I didn't understand. I understood that he was morally sound just by the options that he's given during mm. the film, and he tends to make the right decision. But I found it very difficult to like him. Mm. Um, and I found myself siding with um, his partner a lot more. The problem was, it's because Will Smith was Will Smith in this film. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's from his own. He's got that problem in the same way. I think if The Rock continues to appear in so many films, I think oh, he's going to start doing that as well. I have rock fatigue massively at the moment, mm. um, which is what I almost didn't want to go watch Welcome to the Jungle. However, we did get. I, I had a few people say, "Yeah, go watch. It's really funny." Oh, so. I still owe you for that. Actually, yeah, you do. Remind me, motherfucker. What? Oh, I said fuck. <laughs> no, God, this is going so badly. Sorry, Disney. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so. Joel Edgerton, great. Mm. We like the universe. We like the costume and set design. Will Smith was a bit meh. Yeah. Um, the story itself, I felt... The story itself, it had a lot of potential and then they kind of didn't didn't fulfil it and, and it didn't... I don't know what they could have done to fulfil it because that's not my job. But um, True. they could have, I don't know, padded it out a bit more. It just seemed like it was always on the edge of something brilliant happening and there, there, there seemed to be this build-up towards some big climax and it never really happened this film I see massive parallels with Logan you know the Wolverine film Mm. because it was a similar sort of situation where there was a small group of people three people on the run Mm -hmm. and basically they'd be on the run find somewhere safe bad guys would catch up with them up with them they'd go on the run again find somewhere safe bad guys would catch up with them it happens over and over and over again Logan did it and probably did it maybe one too many times but they left it there and it was okay this one I was less forgiving on because I, I didn't enjoy either the story or Will Smith as much. I don't know what it was, but I was less forgiving on this one. So it did become a bit average after a while. It gets a bit repetitive with the yeah. whole chase, safety, yeah, chase, yeah. safety part. Um, but it wasn't terrible. Like, I didn't hate this movie at all. No. And I didn't hate the story. It just wasn't exceptional. I was excited to see um, what was going to happen next, especially with the, the potential of uh, the wand being used and things like that. But as I say, it was never really, uh, never really um, culminated in some in a huge spectacle that I was expect that I was expecting, because the the makeup is great and the the special effects. I mean, they're not. There's nothing huge in this movie, but uh, they were all sound. There's some interesting, like that spell that she puts on the elf, the bad elf, um, who's stuck in the wall. Yeah, that was like, one. That's I really think, cool. But like the set design and yeah. the artistry behind that. It looks. It looks great. Um, you're talking about the one with the ribcage yeah, in the circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah you need uh, to watch it to be able to see it. But um, but yeah, definitely flawed. The bad the bad guys um, are super powerful at the start mm. um, and the middle. 
when they're fighting people that aren't the main characters and mm. then they've got that you know stormtrooper syndrome where when as soon as they start fighting the main characters the shit they got I can't believe how it's like all of a sudden Ray is good with the lightsaber <laughs> against Kylo Ren who's a master that kind yeah, of situation yeah, yeah. or like you know when thugs are amazing at shooting and then all of a sudden James Bond comes out and they can't hit anything picks him off from 50 miles away with a yeah, pistol that yeah. um, and that was a bit irritating to see because yeah. it's 2018 now guys gotta be realistic not just, I mean, it doesn't have to be realistic because there's elves and orcs and, and stuff like that. But just, uh, just, just have consistency with the powers of your, of your. You just take you away from the movie. That's the thing. I want to be lost in it. And if I notice and go, hang on a second, yeah. that's bullshit. It wouldn't yeah. be this easy. Then it just take you away from the story. That's what I mean by realistic. There was um the problem as well. I noticed was some of the characters just weren't needed. Like um, the FBI agents. Hmm. They uh, like they added. Absolutely nothing to this film. Yeah. They could have been taken out the film would have been exactly the same. I think there's an interview that they have earlier on in the film um, that sort of does a little bit of backstory about the Dark Lord mm. and the um, the factions that in, that's in place to, to defeat him when, when he does come back. But, yeah, you're right. Um, it was, for me, my rating of this film, I think, is a solid six. Yeah. I think that's what I gave it actually when I did the review online. Yeah, six feels like that. It's the same director who did Suicide Squad. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, uh, I don't know because I completely gone again. Forget Suicide Squad. Every yeah, time mentions it. He was good about all the so the critics absolutely slated this film. Mm. Like some people were saying it was the worst film of 2017. Wow, doesn't that not make any sense? Because it wasn't. It was not terrible at all. No, I don't understand that. So he was getting um, David Ayer something like that. Um, he was getting so much stick and he'd taken it all personally because you spend so much time and effort making movies yeah, like this. Yeah. But it seems that if you actually go online, go on Twitter, go on Facebook and see what the actual people are saying, not the critics, people really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I recommended it to people and I was just shocked that the critics were so harsh on it. So. No, I can see they put a lot of effort into it. There's one very cool camera shot where um, Will Smith, everything goes in slow motion and mm. I saw behind the scenes how they did that and it, it's you know you can tell that there's a lot of effort into it, put into it. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was alright I'm looking forward to more Netflix movies coming out because it's great we don't have to wait for them to come out on DVD why is there such a big wait between movies coming out in the cinema because they come out at times where people buy DVDs like Christmas and Easter and that kind of thing that's daft well no because they're going to make more money because it comes out at times when people are buying more DVDs like Christmas and Easter yeah um, okay, so is, is the film being shown in the cinema all the way up to the point it gets released in the DVD? Are there some cinemas no, that still No, but then it? again, it's a bit like with mobile phones, where the main phone gets released once a year, but with someone like Samsung, they'll release another phone six months in in a slightly different colour to, to re-engage with people and bring it back to your, the forefront of your mind. You go, oh, new phone. Oh, I remember that phone. It feels new. Right. Yeah. You just have to have that... That Respite little, in between. That That's where you make your money mm-hmm. when you're not doing anything. That's how it works, girlfriend. So solid six out of ten yeah. for the movie Bright, and it's I on look, Netflix. For God's sake, you don't even have to leave your house to watch it. And I'm looking forward to the sequel. Me Let's too. See what they do with it. Yeah, and if you don't have Netflix, I'm sure there's someone you know whose account you can pilfer off. <laughs> you blood-sucking vampire. Yeah, you might even be the bad guy in Bright too. It'd just be somebody who's stolen somebody's Netflix password. Tonight, 
Tonight we watched Jumanji 2, Welcome to the Jungle, a film that I originally was never going to watch. Yeah, you, you, you never liked the idea of it, did you? No, well, first of all, The Rock is in it, playing The Rock. Mm. Second of all, Kevin Hart is in it, being Kevin Hart. Mm. Thirdly, Jack Black is in it. I don't have much against Jack Black, I like Jack Black, but he, again, always plays similar characters. And then the last one, the girl whose name I always forget, Summit Gillen. Karen Gillen. Karen Gillen. Um, I like her, but the, the rest of the movie, I don't know. And plus also, it's it's a touchy subject, because everybody who saw Jumanji as a kid loves it. Yeah. There's a lot of nostalgia there. People don't like people messing with their childhood in that sense. Don't mess with my childhood. So, I mean, we said when we came out, there's no way you could have done it just like the other one. You couldn't have just mm. done the exact same story. Because it just wouldn't have worked, wouldn't have felt fresh. But they did. They made it completely new. And the only reason I ended up seeing this film is because some people at work was like, "Oh no, you should watch it. It's really funny." And um, so we ended up going to see it. And what did you think? It was a kids' film. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. It's a family, yeah, yeah, family yeah. Film. That's that's the thing about reviewing kids' films on podcasts because most of our listeners, as I know from all our social media analytics, are between the ages of twenty-two and thirty-five. With a 65% male-female split. Hey, guys. <laughs> wow. Um, They've all, they're all 65% male? Roughly 65% of our social media followers are male. Oh, right. So they're not all in... Okay, yeah. We are appealing to men, basically. Must be all that Star Mainly. Wars. That, that actually sums me up perfectly. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Mm. Me too. Um, so th- th- this is why I find it hard to review movies like this, because... This is a kids' movie. It's not going to necessarily appeal to basically me and you. We are our listeners, if you think about it. We yeah. are the de- demographic of our I'm listeners. Sixty-five percent male. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, from a, the perspective of it being a kids' movie, it was pretty good actually. There was a few things in there for adults. A few jokes about willies and boners and that yeah. kind of stuff had me giggling. I love any jokes about willies and boners and weeing all day long, every day. It wasn't a fart joke in there, which slightly disappointed me. But we, what was funny was watching it in a movie and the movie cinema theatre was full of kids and they were all laughing. And I hate it when anybody's too noisy in a movie. Like yeah. laughing not so much, but if they're talking through it. But with kids, didn't mind it as much. Yeah, you didn't mind the fact they were walking in 20 minutes late. No, 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 that's different. That, they were adults walking in 20 minutes late. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Um, the children laughing at an erection. Will make me laugh harder. Made me laugh. Pun intended. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I do think that kids do this thing where they laugh just because everybody else is laughing. Yeah, true. I don't think anybody understood what was going on. No, no. Like, they're looking, when he's looking down at his boner, and they're yeah. like, oh, I'm laughing, but I don't understand. So the film is not too dissimilar in that it's people are playing, playing Jumanji. Mm. These teenage kids get sucked into the game, yeah. which has now been updated to a video game rather than a board game because <laughs> nobody plays board games anymore. Which is not true because I got um, Game of Thrones Risk for Christmas and mm. I had a two-hour game of it and that wasn't enough. I wanted to keep playing. It's yeah, a great freaking game. I'll have to play it. I like Risk. Um, and this, so it gets an update. Um, and it's a similar kind of message in a way. In the first one, the, the the bad guy hunting them in the game was mm. his dad, wasn't it? it was the yeah. hunter was the same actor who played his dad, and that was easy to. It was basically easy to to see what the message they were trying to send was was that he has to in the game he has to decide how he wants to be outside of the game, and he has to face up to his dad and has to overcome the fear that his dad instills in. Mm-hmm. And in this, the bad guy had no 
no real. I mean, who the hell was the bad guy for starters? He was just an, uh, a, a a normal meh, forgettable. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if he had a name. Did he have a name? Uh, no, no. But I'm terrible at that anyway. So, so the bad guy in this didn't have anywhere near the same um, power as the bad guy in the first one. Mm. Um, but I still quite like this film. Did I you? laughed a lot. Nah. I didn't laugh enough to like it. It was distinctly okay. Yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised because I saw the trailer and hated it. Thought yeah. it looked rubbish. I can't. I oh, couldn't yeah. stand it. Um, but. It was, you know, it was fun. I didn't didn't mind it. It was the the, the problem I found with it was um, I, there were bits where I laughed. Um, I think Jack Black's take on being a teenage girl was very funny. He was great. He I was really great. liked him. Um, um, I think he should get an Oscar. You reckon? It's yeah. <laughs> a bit much. <clears throat> I liked Kevin Hart in it and his over the top reactions, but it's just Kevin Hart all the time. I think anybody who was given that. It's quite funny to see somebody who, in the real world, is a powerful, um, powerful in society. In that, this guy playing him as a jock, yeah. Um, and then when you strip somebody away from all of that, and and you you introduce them to new challenges like not being able to run fast. <laughs> that was that was really funny. Um, Why don't my legs work? <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny when when somebody's um, somebody who's so used to. Um, being treated in a certain way and all of a sudden having that privilege taken away from them is always very mm. funny, which is why Trading Places works so well. Yeah. I think um, what this movie highlighted more than ever is that The Rock can't act. The Rock? What was wrong with The Rock? It doesn't matter. <clears throat> it's just... It's The Rock... You, you, I watched the film and I watched the film thinking this is The Rock trying to act. He's, he's never going to be in an Oscar role. No. But that's because he's come from a, I mean, he's come from a wrestling background, hasn't he? Yeah, but so has... There are no Oscar winners who've come from a wrestling background. Hulk Hogan? He's in the movie? Uh, anyway, yeah, so you're correct there. Um, but he does a good enough job. I mean, in, in most of his films, you're getting the rock fatigue. I am. I massively get the rock fatigue. You jabroni. I'm getting a... <laughs> I'm, I'm, instead of getting a rock on, I'm getting a softie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and nobody likes thumbing in a softie. Nobody does. No. Uh, Sorry, Disney. Yeah. There was, there was times as well where it, it just... I distinctly remember their parts where I'm thinking, there's no music at the moment, isn't that weird? And if I'm so removed from it that I notice that there's no music going on... Yeah. And that there's a distinct lack of atmosphere, that's a bit weird as well. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't notice that, so maybe it just... Hmm... I don't know. It, well, it, like I said, it's a kid's film, so it's never going to be super challenging. However... There is always the chance to make it more than it is because you look at movies like Shrek, which is a kids' film. Yeah, that's just that's genius, isn't it? It's exceptional. Mm. It has everything for everybody. Yeah, um, that is a success. That's that's a proper family film, whereas this is a kids' film. This is a kids' film, just but there was me. there were still attempts there to make to make it adult. There's an erection joke where Jack Black's character, who's playing a teenage girl, who's been transformed into a man, discovers that she has a penis. Yeah, and then there's there's a good. And they have to show how to wee. Yeah, there's a good minute-long scene of them weeing, which I thought was quite funny. That that was my favourite scene in the whole film. Yeah, it was very, it was. very funny. That and watching Kevin Hart get slapped yeah. so hard. He slams into a wall and screams in his Kevin Hart-esque way. Yeah. Um, that was good. Uh, I think the thing is that I don't like Kevin Hart as a person or a stand-up. Yeah. So I find it hard to like him in movies as well. Uh, have you seen Central Intelligence? Yes, yeah. That was a dog shy film. Uh, I quite liked their chemistry. 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the film's any good, but no. I don't, yeah. mind. I don't mind watching these people. Did you see, did you notice the, the Rock doing his signature move during one of the fight scenes? Uh, I, did he do the people's elbow? No, no, no. That would be amazing. If, no, he, if they wait, managed to get that in. I was waiting for it at the market scene. The yeah. bizarre. No, I was like, bizarre please do the people's elbow. He, he did, um, the, rock, did he the rock bottom. The rock bottom. I did notice that. Yeah. There was another Easter egg. He smiles as well. Which was the worst Easter egg I've ever seen in a movie. What's that? He said, um, they're, they're at the, the tree house and it's like, Alan Parrish yeah, was here. Yeah. And I thought... He's, uh, he's from the first one, isn't he? Yeah, he, that's who um, Robin, Robin Williams played in the first one, Alan Parrish. And... Um, it kind of went a little bit meta because one of the Jonas brothers I don't know which one who is in the movie Joe Nick. Jonas? Nick Nick <laughs> like how you know that you're like yeah, yeah. trust me it's, it's Nick, Nick. Um, Nick Jonas was like yeah this this was he must have been here before this Alan made this house I'm just living in it yeah that was a bit of a meta moment wasn't it where it's just like yeah we understand that we didn't create this universe we're just sort of you know guests in it more than anything yeah I mean, it's a bit of a there were quite a few, yeah. There were quite a few homages to the original. The, the statues all through the film were the, the same. This is like an elephant statue, oh. and that's the same as the pieces that were. Yeah, and they had and the original. Um, yeah, the board, board game. game. Yeah, that was that was odd to see. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, it made me feel a bit nostalgic. Um, and then at the end, uh, right at the end, actually, it zooms out and you see that the 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 track around the mountain. I think at the end. Is um, the same shape as the board game. Yeah, I did not. I was trying to figure out where I'd seen that shape before. I do like a good Easter egg line. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, this film was never, ever, ever, ever going to be as fantastic as the original one. And one of the things that made the original one so great, apart from people like Robin Williams, was that they brought the jungle to the real world. Yes. Because this was completely set in a video game. Yeah, yeah. So the sense of danger and. And but, like the imagination it takes about what can happen, it yeah. just doesn't seem. No, but I quite like that. I liked that it that it um, there were no rules basically because you're in a computer game, so they can do whatever. Um, and it's just the only the only it was hilarious watching them die. Yeah, actually, that was pretty. Um, and watching them fall a thousand feet from the sky as well. And uh, I fucking I, sorry for sorry Disney. Uh, I um I got into it. You know, I didn't mind that the rules there were that there were no rules and that they could do um could do whatever they want. And so there wasn't. I didn't feel any. It wasn't that I felt any uh, danger for the characters. It was more like, oh, how are they going to do this? Mm. And I'd made my, you know, I made my uh, piece with that at the start. Um, and it is an all right movie. I think it's it's not as good as the original, but it it didn't try to do something that the original uh, did. And it's that's come away. Of, that's amicable in the sense, isn't it? Yeah, it's come away with a with a. I think something that they can be proud of. Mm. Um. Obviously, I'm not a kid anymore, so I guess I just find it hard to enjoy that. But I'd suggest if you've got kids, take them to see it. They'll absolutely love it. You might enjoy it yourself. From what I can see, quite a lot of adults find it very funny as well. Yeah. I didn't quite find it as funny because I just have such a high calibre of humour. Who was your favourite in the movie? Um, Jack Black. I liked Jack Black, yeah. Yeah. He was great. I liked, um, I think even Karen uh, Gillen was funny. Gillen, she was good. But all I could, um, it was weird because they'd made this whole thing about, before the film came out, they saw the posters of her and she was in this like super skimpy jungle outfit. Everybody was like, ah, oh, sexist, feminism, ah, like that. Um, and then Karen Gillen came across and said, actually, when you watch the film, you'll understand that she's dressed like that because the, the video game that they're in is based on like an old video game from the 90s. Yeah, and that's how a female video game character would be in that, and they take the mick out of the fact that like this is really inappropriate Croft, to wear in a jungle. It? Yeah, it's basically Lara Croft the way that she's dressed. Um, 
But then they make a character flirt with people. Mm. And it's like, is is like her power in a way. It's dumb. And it's this whole thing where they, they try and teach her how to flirt and this kind of stuff. And it's like, so you're making this feminist message about, you know, it's ridiculous for women to dress like this, but then you're going to make this woman into basically a sexual object and that's what her skill is. And then they kind of save it at the end by actually she just ends up kicking their ass instead, but... Not enough, you feel. Yeah, it, it was just a weird attempt at commentary on life. I don't know how else to I say don't, I mean, I don't even think they probably thought about it that deep. You know, it's a kid's film, they're not going to they're not gonna try and... Um... We need to make sure that what we're teaching our kids makes them not into Donald Trump. I don't think Who is, any... like, really clever. <laughs> the you know, cleverest. He's, uh, like, the most clever yeah. of everybody. Huge hand. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that that kind of stuff annoyed me a little bit, but okay. At the end of the day, it's just a, an, an average kids' film. I'm going to give it a rating. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it five out of ten. Well, I'm going to give it a six. Very good. And you gave Bright a six out of ten. You gave Bright a six out of ten. So is this film as good as Bright? Yeah, yeah. It's as enjoyable to watch. Mm. Bright has got uh, just as many flaws. Um, and Jumanji, I was smiling whilst I was watching it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing memorable about the score or cinematography or anything like that. Yeah, there's not, characters at least. I mean, the action is the most ridiculous when the um, the helicopter scene. Yeah. But you don't you don't care. No. You get into it. It's a computer game. Um, there's some funny jokes that I wish they'd carried on with, where it cuts to a cutscene and the, you can hear them speaking, saying, "Oh, this is a cutscene," and I wish they'd. they'd, they'd um, oh right, yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. they'd done that more during the. Uh, during the film, actually, that would have been funny if they were breaking the fourth wall, narrating type. over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like um, that kind of stuff. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. So, like I said, go watch it if you've got kids. Go watch it if you're an adult. You might like it. Don't go watch it if you're me and you just <laughs> have such a high color of humor that you, you're far beyond movies like this. Far yeah. beyond. There's a good. Uh, there's a good um, juxtaposition of, of characters where people are um, taken out of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And they're made to they're made to an outside when boss going out of their comfort zones in the game, in real life is where they benefit because they're they're, they're told to address these problems that they have in their life. They become better people. They become better people, um, and, and they don't swear as much. Don't swear as much. Um, well, Kevin Hart said shit twice in this movie, and he says jackass as well. Should we end this part of the podcast before going on to the game by shouting Jumanji at the same time? Oh, no, that was really cringe. Come on. No, I don't want to do it. Three. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. One. Jumanji! I I totally thought you were going to do it. No. (laughs) Never mind. That was the worst part of the film, actually. Mm. Let's play a game. Our first game of 2018. It better be a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, well, because the original Jumanji was all about riddles, um, this time I'm going to give you some riddles that you have to answer. That's an interesting take on riddles. Yeah, yeah, even though there was no... Ones that I have to answer. Some really crappy riddles in the new film, wasn't there? I mean, they were mainly rhymes. And the fact that, yeah. you know, to complete the game, all they had to do was put a rock into a hole and then shout Jumanji. And they forgot to shout Story Jumanji. of my life. Yeah, I mean, Next time you're in bed, that's the <laughs> having some good good times. Shout Jumanji right at the end. Alone. And pull yeah. out a green stone and shove it in the hole. <laughs> wow, Joshua. Sorry, sorry, Disney. <laughs> sorry. Um, okay, so I'm trying to think of a name for this game. Riddle me 
remind this? you. Oh yeah, look at me this. Look at me this, that's too Batman though. It is. Um, how about... You can lick my riddles. We'll go with it. <laughs> what were like you going to say? Uh, not that. Not that, you were still thinking, weren't you? I was going to say, it's some sort of play on Jumanji. Yeah, uh, okay, so I am on um, riddles.fyi. Did you know that that was even a domain thing? .fyi? No. How strange is that? Um, so I'm going to give you some of these riddles from riddles.fyi and you have to answer them and if you don't get them right, you are shit alive. That's how it works. Well, I can see how this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you were, we played some of these before and you were pretty good. Um, so let me find you one of the first ones. I was humiliated by a girl probably a third of my age. Yeah. Um, quite recently, actually. I was in a field at a... Um, um, Jam bingo, which basically just like loads of people playing instruments. Um, in where's the bingo part of that? Because you're all giving a number, and then if the number's called up, you have to go up and play an instrument. Ooh. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> My number never got called up because I'm talentless. <laughs> um, but she got called up and she decided to do riddles, and she asked me a riddle, and I was so embarrassed at having to stand up that I completely fucked it. Yeah. Um, and she pointed out how easy it was, and everyone laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I was like thinking about that for a long time. You should play the Jumanji video game to get over your anxiety. I need to. And come out as a better I can person. still see her face mocking me. And she had a microphone, so even people who weren't playing could hear. Well, this game is not going to go very well for you, I feel. <sighs> um, PTSD. That's what this game should be called. PTS uh, Jumanji. Okay, so here's, a, here's an easy one to start you off. Okay. If you are cold, where do you go to become hot? If you are cold... This has been written very poorly. If you are What's cold, the hottest part of a room? Ceiling? No. The hottest part of a room? Yeah, of any room. The radiator? No. It's the corner, because it's 90 degrees. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's good. There's the first one. This one's dark. Ooh. I read this one before. I like dark. You're not going to get it, but I'm going to enjoy what listening to you Try and get attempt it. to get it right. A girl goes to her mother's funeral and meets the man of her dreams... She doesn't get his name or number. Nobody knows who this man is. Three days later, the girl kills her own sister. Why? Wow. <laughs> um, because the man is the funeral director. No. And she wants to see him again. That's a good guess, I thought. Well, but it says nobody knows who the man is. And oh. I think people would know if the funeral director. Okay, so she kills her sister to be able to see this man again. Is that why? You got it, yeah. To see if the man would come to her sister's funeral. Oh. I did not. I couldn't get the one. You're far better at these than I. Oh, that was that was pretty straightforward. Um, you bury me when I'm alive and dig me up when I'm dead. What am I? Bury me when I'm alive and dig me up when I'm dead. A daffodil. A plant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. <laughs> it didn't have to be a daffodil specifically. Well, I've, I've just I've got very very vivid memories of absolute destroying my, my parents' daffodils in our garden which is about four foot by four foot and I used to play football in it and there wasn't enough room for me in the daffodils so I would just kick the shit out of them <laughs> I like kicking the heads of daffodils and then running away gleefully yeah. <laughs> um, okay what do you call somebody with no body and no nose no body and no nose yeah no way Jose what I don't know Super Mexicans? You racist. Uh, nobody. So it's just arms. Nobody. Limb. With, with nobody and no nose. Nobody and no nose. 
I don't know. Nobody knows. Fuck it out. These are like halfway between a joke and a riddle. Um, I can be written. I can be spoken. I can be exposed. I can be broken. What am I? That's a proper riddle. I promise. Um, no. Well, although, can you you can write a promise. You can speak a promise. Break yeah, but promise. It's, I mean, it kind of fits, but I don't uh, think you can expose a promise. Oh, no, you can't. Expose a lie. No, expose a truth. Expose a willy. You can definitely do that, uh, but I'm not going back to prison again, so... Not after that. I can be written. Written. I can be spoken. Spoken. I can be exposed. Exposed. And I can be broken, bro. Broken, bro. Hmm. Why do you say bro? Is that a hint? No, no, it's just me no. being weird. Uh, I can be broken, exposed. Don't know. People at home crying out this one. Are they? And there's a little girl on stage laughing at you right now. I wouldn't have got this one, to be fair. It's news. Fucking hell. Yeah. No, no. Oh, well. <laughs> Everybody has me except for a few. You may not be hair. able to. It's <laughs> just, is I it, mean. Is it not hair? It's not hair. Right. Um, everybody has me except for a few. You may not be able to identify me, but I can always identify you. What am I? Fingerprint? Jesus Christ. Why did you get them so quickly? <laughs> uh, well, I didn't get the last one at all, and that was quite No, easy. but when you do get them, you get them very quickly. Yeah, it's a fingerprint. Mm. Um, Everyone has me except for a few. You may not be able to identify me, but I can always identify you. Fingerprints. Apparently, koala bears have got really similar fingerprints to us. Really? Mm. So if a koala bear committed a murder, they <laughs> could potentially. That is a premise for a film, right there. It is. I've, I, I, I went, I went to Australia. I found koala bears to be the most fascinating things. Yeah. They are hilarious to watch and mm. just walk around. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, like little tiny teddy bears. Yeah, but apparently they're just shits. They are just rubbish yeah. they just sleep all the time mm. they, they fuck and they fight like really horribly fight each other so they're very similar to human beings then yeah um, <laughs> they're like Mancunians <laughs> I turn around once what is out will not get in I turn around again what is in will not get out where am I <laughs> turn around once what was out will not get in yeah Turn around again. Again, what is in will not get out. <laughs> Your face. Is this a joke one? No. This is a serious one. Yes, yeah, a serious one. I turn around once. What is out will not get in. I turn around again. What is in will not get out. Is it one of those automatic cat flaps that only lets? No. What is it? It's a key. I know, I don't know, that doesn't make sense to me. What is out will not get in. So in other words, like, I'm in home now. You lock it. Lock it. But then if I turn around again, oh, because you do it from the other side, the yeah, door. Yeah. Oh, I'm being an idiot. I thought I meant turn the key the other way around, like counterclockwise. Um, yeah, it's a key. Dumbass. I, like, I like that one. Captain Dum Dum. <laughs> I bet people were shouting that one out as well. More than likely. It's a key, you fucking idiot. Here's another one. This is a proper one. Right. Um, it weighs next to nothing. But no one can hold it for long. What is it? Weighs next to nothing, but no one can hold it for long. Mm -hmm. It's going to be something like sand or time or hold memories. When you, when you listen to this back, you listen to some of the things you've just done and you'll go, how did I not get that? <laughs> oh, really? It's similar to that, is it? No, no, no. Just some of the things you've actually physically just done. Well, what have I done? Physically? That's instead. 
No, Sound. as in like physically did. You did. Let me read it again. It oh, next breath. To, yeah, there you go. Uh. It weighs next to nothing, but no one can hold it for long. What is it? And you went. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> that was great for me. I'm liking these. Okay, a couple more. Um, what has 13 hearts but no other organs? An organ. No. <laughs> 13 hearts. It is a artichoke. <laughs> no. What has 13 hearts and no other organs? The heart of a maze, the heart of a beast, the heart of... I'll read it again for the listeners and for you. What has 13 hearts but no other organs? I'm going to hate you after this. Have you ever played 52 Pickup before? Ah, it's a deck of cards, my friend. Oh, a deck of cards, 13 hours, so you get it. Uh, okay, here's a tough one. Ooh, I like a tough Although one. Although you might get it. I'm struggling with the I, easy I ones. I found that you get the hard ones easily and the easy ones are hard. Yeah, that's why I, I, I struggled in school. Just like men. Yeah, I get the, uh, yeah. I get the easy ones. Yeah. Um, two girls were born to the same mother on the same day, at the same time, in the same month and year, but they're not twins. How can this be? Two girls. Uh-huh. Same Same mom. time, same place, same mum. Same year, same month. The same mum. Same mum. Same time. But they're just not twins. Same time. Same place. <laughs> yeah. Same person. Same universe. Everything. Two women. Two girls. Yeah, two girls. I mean, it doesn't matter what gender it is for, for being twins. Be a boy and a girl, technically still twins. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think it. Yeah, I'm just checking. You I'm know. struggling with the riddle, not the Okay, do you want me to give you a clue? Yeah, go on. Um, my clue for you is a poo from The Simpsons. Oh, a triplet. Yeah, there you go. Although uh, he has octuplets, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so triplets, although technically could be more, could be quintuplets, whatever. Hell very more. good. Well yeah, you notice how I said hell then instead of fuck. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to check this one as a racist. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> why do Chinese men eat more rice than Japanese men? How could this be racist? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Hey, you never know, do you? It's not racist. That's, that's, um, that's the clue. That because there are more Chinese people in the yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. That's easy. Though. I just wanted to check that the website yeah, doesn't yeah. Someone uploaded a racist <laughs> riddle or something. What kind of vegetable is unpopular on board ships? Something with a hole in it. This one's more of a jokey one. Um, <laughs> That's why I can't keep a straight face. You are beaming at this. <laughs> I've never seen you smile so much. Um, <laughs> it's going to be something that causes a ship to sink. A ship. The vegetable is... I don't know. A leak. Ah, <laughs> there's a leak in the boat. Uh, Should have got that. A leak oh in the boat. God. That's from um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, isn't it? Oh, so I've got Second that. one. There's a leak in the boat. <laughs> uh, people always ask for me, though they don't like to face me. What am I? People always ask for me, mm -hmm. but they don't like to face me. Mm -hmm. Face your fears. Ask. You ask for fear, but no. I think you're thinking along the right lines. People ask for me. I would like the menu. I would like. Do you want me to give you a clue? Yeah. Um, a film involving Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson has a famous line. Truth. 
Yes, there you go. Well done. Mm. This is why the movie Nosh works so well. We can fit movies into everything. Uh, okay, let's do one more. One more. And if you listen to this, you may not have heard some of these because they were terrible, so I edited them out. We've been here Just for four hours. With this, we've been playing this game for two hours, <laughs> but you actually wouldn't know. There's only three good riddles. Um, <laughs> I'm going to end on this one just because it's funny. What time is it when an elephant sits on your fence? Time to get a new fence. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that is a great joke. <laughs> because the elephant would crush the fence. Oh. Do you know why um, you never see elephants hiding in trees? Because they break the trees? No, it's because they're really good at it. <laughs> Elephant jokes. I love that joke. That's great. Nice. Um, I think that is the perfect way to end the episode. Yeah, well, thanks for that. that yeah, fun. thanks uh, Thanks for joining in. You did very well. You've got um, X amount out of 10. Thank you. Oh, or, uh, so I should say X amount out of X because I don't know how many I'm going to leave it at this point. Something like that. Yeah, God, playing for six hours straight is a real struggle. Whew, I've yeah. aged. Can you see my beard yet? Um, I, I don't know, but you're practically bald now. So. <laughs> This must have gone somewhere. We've been here about 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thanks for listening, dear listeners. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you go and watch uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, solid five or six out of ten. Five and a half out of ten, technically, on average. Five and a half on average. And Bright on Netflix, solid six out of ten. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to come and star in the episode, please feel free to let us know. We've got a few guests potentially lined up this year. I'm excited for the guests. Yeah, don't worry. We've not forgot about you. We'll be in touch soon and we'll arrange everything. Um, and we're looking forward to having everybody on. Should be fun. Um, so smiling like that. I'm thinking about the elephant joke again. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining an elephant crushing a fence. Oh, uh, okay. And also, um, we have now hit 1,000 listens. Mm. Check us out. 1,000 people have actually bothered to come and listen to us as a podcast. Let's not get... I mean, that's probably 500 listens from me. That... 500 from Listen you. from me, yeah. yeah. I mean, well done to us, either way. High five. Happy days. Um, but what we would ask to help the Movie Notch podcast is, A, if you want a t-shirt, ask us. We'll make them, we'll figure out pricings, all that kind of stuff. The second one is recommend us to a friend. If you know someone who would like the Movie Notch podcast, get them to follow us on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. Share the actual podcast with them so they can just listen to it rather than having to search it. Because people are so lazy, they just forget, don't they? Mm. People just want to be handed life on a plate. Mm. Life doesn't work like that, my friends. Especially white males. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a white male on a plate. What are you talking about? No, but I do tend to want life handed to me. Yeah, With exactly. a nice, you know... I'm used to it. That's what I... Tea and some... Yeah, I like to eat the caviar off my privilege card. Mm. Yeah. Now we're talking. Um, yeah, recommend us to a friend. Share the link. We want more listeners. We want you to speak to us because we like speaking to you and we like talking to you so um, Josh loves the sound of his own voice I actually hate the sound of my own voice I dislike mine as well I well, I think yours definitely works better I mine is too really? high monotone at times and too weak whereas you have a nice baritone I've noticed that my S's are quite camp and actually some of the things it's just because you're posh and from London as nah. I'm a dirty mank Although I don't sound it like it anymore because I've been down in here in softy London so yeah. long that I have this weird hybrid. 
Maybe I should just be smashed the next time I do this and I'll be proper monk-like. Regionless. The thing is, I'm not even from Manchester, I'm from Wigan, but nobody wants to... Wait, fucking Wigan? I'm technically from Lee. I would never have agreed to this if I'd known uh, The lies of deceit. <sighs> the lies of deceit. We should uh, wrap this up, shouldn't we? Probably about half an hour ago, yeah. Yeah, okay. Thanks for listening, and... I don't know what else to say. See you on episode 21. That'll work. Yeah, bye. Bye.